Welcome to The Gathering Place, a Blessed is She podcast. We're so glad you're here. Come chat with us about Jesus, prayer, community, and life. So let's get started. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Hi, Father Innocent. Hey, ladies. (laughs) Round two. Back again. You holy ladies. Buckle up, guys. So fun hanging out with you guys. You guys are just so much fun to hang out with and a whole lot prettier than Father Mark, Mary, and Father Angelus. <laughs> I won't tell them you said that. I still have never seen Father Angelus, so uh, some, I can neither confirm nor deny. Same difference. Put some glasses on. Same thing. Same voice, even. It's weird. That's crazy. I can tell you apart. we just say I'm Father Angelus? Hi, there I'm we Father. Go. My name's we Father Angelus. We got Father Angelus, Angelus here. <laughs> Part one, Father Innocent. Part two, Father Angelus. He's the best, by the way, if you ever get to hang out with him. Oh, he's the best. We're going to hang out with him. He's a, very, he's a lot more goofier than I am. So it's really fun. Wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's he has a fatter face <laughs> and his nose kind of goes like this. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the only difference. <laughs> it's true. We, we made fun of him. He had the fatter face growing up. People always be like, hey, oh, you have the kind of fatter face. So it's like a thing. Father, do you think we could say a rounder face? <laughs> fatter face. It's just more it's just It more rolls fun. off the tongue, I guess. Making yeah, I guess. fun of my twin. <laughs> Alliteration. Sure. He thought he was going to get over it as he became a friar. Yeah. And day, like like day, day five of Potency, one of the neighbors like... Because they knew me because I, I had been there two years earlier. He, they're like, oh my gosh, you guys look so much like, but you have kind of a little like kind of fatter, bigger face. <laughs> it followed him to New York City. Poor to thing. Father Angelus. We're so sorry, Father Angelus. Thank, thank God he knows who he is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That was like a segue. What a transition. You must <laughs> have your was, own podcast. That was masterful. <laughs> <laughs> I set you up for success that there. That was good. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Last week... We chatted a little bit about intimacy mm-hmm. as, well, everything. <laughs> everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. A starting place for everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this week, we kind of want to talk about what comes next. Really, what happens in intimacy mm-hmm. is that we receive our identity. Yep. I love it. That's it. Jenna, you look like you're going to say something profound. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're just saying just it. She's pr- you're like in it. <laughs> You're like in a contemplative moment. I just kind of kind of watch you. (laughs) It's so true, right? Mm. The way that we experience the fullness of life in God is is receiving the gift of our relationship that we're made for communion. The intimacy with God is is real, not only real, but Mm -hmm. but the deepest desire of the human heart. And we have to fight the temptation every day to not think that that's not for me. Yeah. Or it's not attainable for me. Father, like you don't know me. Like, I, I can't mm. do this or the lies that we experience. So the fight of our hearts, the fight of our life is to believe that um, God desires to be deeply intimate with all of us. Mm-hmm. So we live in the, this relationship, the sacramental relationship, the word of God, right? Yeah. Here's how I like to talk about it is that when we live in relationship, when we live in this intimacy, we receive the gift of ourselves, right? We receive the gift of our baptism that we are absolutely unequivocally sons and daughters of God. Right, the Father has knitted us together in our mother's wombs. The Father has chosen us and blessed us and, and given us life. And 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 it's his pursuing of us and and his concrete like overflowing in me. Like I'm known by the Father. Like we have this priest that says, you know, the Father thinks thinks I'm hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like that the Father, like I'm yeah. deeply the Father loves my voice. The yeah. Father, the Father loves looking at me. it's real, it's personal, right? Mm-hmm. And because of this relationship, I am I am baptized into the life of God, and I am a son, and you are daughters of God. Mm-hmm. You are daughters of the Father, right? And that means this is the meaning. This relationship gives us our identity. It gives us the gift of who we 
are. And so I think it'd be good just to talk a little bit about what does it mean to be a daughter? What does it mean to be a son? But that's, I think that's the starting place. When we can receive this, this identity, what does that mean for our lives? I think you talked about this on Q&A, Father. I was thinking so much about, I think you were just talking about our identity is given to us from the Lord. And while you were talking, I was thinking so much about the confidence that comes from that as mm. well, that there's so much confidence that we have once we know who the Lord is and whose we yeah. are, yeah. you know? And that's why I love hanging out with you guys, because I'm, I'm serious. I'm not just saying this. Like, it is such a gift to hang out with people, beloved daughters of God who know who they are, mm. because there's, it's a freedom. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. And what's great is that like life's not perfect or like at least our, my life's not perfect. I don't know about yours, but yeah. I can, <laughs> but like, it doesn't make me, it doesn't mean life's perfect when I know who I am, yeah. but there's an incredible freedom because the starting place and the, and, and the beginning is this intimacy that God gives us and no one can take away. Right. The world can't take away. And then it's that confidence that, okay, Lord, this is your will mm-hmm. and you are going to give me everything I need. Yes. Right. Because here's the thing. If we can receive the gift of being beloved sons and daughters, if we can be, receive the truth, like we talked about last episode, of the Father just radiating his blessing down upon me, that you are my beloved sons and daughters, and I'm so well pleased in you. If we can receive that, then we can receive our inheritance. And this is why, this is the way I love to talk about it, is that we have an identity as sons and daughters. The Father gives us an inheritance. And maybe that's just maybe beautiful to talk about because there's no right or wrong answer here. Mm. But like, what do we inherit? Like if the heavenly storehouses are empty for us, like what does that mean for us, right? Like, so let's just start like the sacramental life. We gave a talk on the Eucharist last night. Like that's our inheritance. Okay, wait, Father, you mean that, I love this line by St. Teresa of Avila, but like, you mean that like Jesus uh, like comes down and dwells on a little piece of bread and locks himself in a tabernacle and waits for us? just for me. But that's your inheritance. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why it's funny because like when we drive by churches or adoration chapels, like Jesus just pines for us, just come. Like, like it's our inheritance to walk into a chapel and to, to live this intimacy with the, Jesus in the Eucharist. The access point, the intimacy point, like, oh, th- like don't even get me started on confession. Yeah. Okay, wait, Father, you're saying that I have an inheritance. I have this invitation to when I struggle and I have wounds and I have sins that I can go to a priest Mm. and encounter the person of Jesus. This is what actually happens. Jesus injects his resurrected life into me now. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Like, as a son, I have access to that all the time. So, like, you can go down the sacraments. The Word of God, right? The Word of God having power, the the gift that the churches give us, the gift of communion, the gift of friendship. Mm -hmm. Like, those are just, like, hitting the tip of what our inheritance is as sons and daughters. Because they go together, identity and inheritance. You don't have to earn it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an absolute gift, and once we receive the gift of who we are, this whole world opens up of what it means to live your inheritance. I got a good one. We receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, <laughs> gifts, charisms. Believe that, yeah, right? Like virtue, we, like it's insane. I think it's again that's so untapped. Yeah, but inheritance, it's like God's like, yeah, yeah. yeah all you see this, do you see my spirit. Yeah, it's all yours. Right, every part of it. Like Galatians 5, love, joy, peace, yes. patience, chastity, kindness, self like all that stuff. Like, it's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be irreverent to Galatians 5 because I, I can't remember them all. But, sure, but, the, but the point is, is that you have gifts, Holy Spirit. You have fruits yes. of the Holy Spirit. You yeah. have all the virtues. And I love to say this to people, like that's yours. Yes. Mm. You don't have like some of it. You don't like you like, oh man, like I have to like earn it or I have to like, you know, you know, make myself better to do, to, to receive yeah. my inheritance. The heavenly storehouses are empty. 
Like if we look at a cross, if you, if you go look at a monstrance, Jesus is like, I have nothing else to give you. Nothing. Like, you know, it's all there. Yeah, because he's us. given us everything. Because yeah. he's yeah. given us everything. Everything I have is yours. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's why this, the prayer, the intimacy, the, the gift of the Holy Spirit, like you could just do podcasts on like, you know, what that means, like yeah. having access to the Holy Spirit. Like, but it's, it's ours, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I was praying this morning with your talk um, in Mass. And it was, I think right after I received communion, I've become so painfully aware of the inexhaustible depth of my need to be loved. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. It's always been there, but I, I you know, <coughs> took it other places. But I'm beginning to bring it to the Lord, you know, more mm-hmm, and more. Mm-hmm. In the well, I've been talking, this mentorship program, I've been talking about intimacy with Emmanuel, God with us. It was yeah. so beautiful to hear you preach about that last night. But I said to the Lord this morning, like, with is not enough. Mm. Like in is not enough. Like I want to be one. Like I don't want there to be anything separating us. I don't want it to be me over here and you over here, even us holding hands. Yeah. So beautiful. I was really praying that. And it wasn't until I was driving away from the church, thinking about that moment in prayer that the Lord so clearly said to me, I want that too. Yeah. And I just was crying that's awesome. It's not just me that like needs love. It's the Lord longing for that intimacy and to like give me his love so that I would know my own <coughs> worth to him, not just my own worth of like who I am and my gifts. And I don't know. My identity is not separate from that intimacy yeah, with totally, him. Totally. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's like you said, it's everything. That's why I love the word instead of like, instead of like transformation or like, like transfiguration. Mm. It's like we're transfigured in him. So we're not separate, but it's like this, this union that happens. Yeah. That wow. where like Jesus becomes alive. And I'm going to put you on the spot, Beth, but I think we're friends now. Oh. I think what's really beautiful for people, and it's a, it's, it can be incredible witness, is if I could just ask you mm. kind of in spiritual direction mode, like when you hear Jesus say like, I deeply desire that too. Yeah. What do you wear in your heart as you hear yeah. him say that? It's interesting. I have this place with the Lord of many places in the gospels and imaginatively in my soul, you know, <laughs> and one of them is a hammock. And I spent like a very long, beautiful season laying down with the Lord. And I've talked about that on the podcast, but the other night the Lord was there and I was like, Oh, we're back here. Huh? Hmm. Okay. I kind of thought I like graduated out of this or do you know what I mean? Totally. Like that was what I needed in that time. I have this view of the Lord as always trying to make me better mm. or like, it's hard to explain. He was really unveiling his heart. Like, we're here because I want to hold you. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, here yeah. because I want to be close to you. Not because you need this, but because I need you. But has, what do you experience when you realize that yeah, Jesus desire I mean, this for you? It's very hard, you know? I, like, wonder, am I making this up? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. Just honestly, because it's so vulnerable to, yeah. like, feel I don't believe it. I'm like trying to relax. Yeah, there's a lot going on there, and, the, and it might be a battle. It might be a battle to receive it. Yeah, totally. But again, this is like this is the most, and I think it's just worthy. And again, those questions are like the gift of like just being aware of our own hearts in those places, mm-hmm. because that's what we invite our listeners to is the, just the reality that like like this is true. Jesus one is revealing his heart to you, and really Jesus' own desire for you mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. 
right? And it's such a worthy battle to receive that yeah. and to just recognize what this means for me. And and I think for all of us, we get to that place and thank God and grace to be like, wow, like this is the deepest desire of my heart. I want to live in this place, mm-hmm. right? And to receive. And so like just to hear you speak of that mm-hmm. is that, I mean, it's tangible. It's, it's so real. Yeah. And the gift of the Holy Spirit, our own imagined spiritual senses and spiritual mm-hmm. imagination, but that's true. And just to hear you talk about it is so beautiful because this is the worthy act of faith. Mm-hmm. This is the worthy act of trust. And, and it's true because this is who you are. Mm-hmm. This It's true because this is our identity. Like we have a God who, who comes to you mm-hmm. and, and says, I, I want to be, be one with you. I want to fulfill you. Like I, I want to live in this place of communion, right? I will give you everything. I will fulfill you with with everything, right? I think it's awesome because I think the reason I asked the question is because I think number one, it's true. Number one, it's beautiful, and and just the reality that um, I think it's just a, to witness fighting for this place and trusting yeah. in this place is so good for people who watch and listen. Mm-hmm. Is because I think your guys's witness is just women who are living from this place of intimacy, and you fight for identity mm-hmm. every single day. You fight for this place, and that's why you're the women that you are. It's just beautiful to witness to that. So thank you. Thanks for allowing me to ask the question. (laughs) Thank you, Father. Thanks for asking. Father, you don't know this about me, but I never wanted to be a mom or a wife. And I'm growing into my vocation. And the Lord is growing me up. And I'm becoming more myself in Mm. it, you know? Anyway, it's just as you were talking, Beth, I was just thinking, you know, as I do, thinking about the girls and... Mm -hmm. Like, I want to just, like, lay down with them and mm-hmm. hold them and do nothing mm. else. And the Lord wants that, you know? So beautiful. Yeah. I think it's hard to imagine it's real, but it is. Mm-hmm. You need people who love you to tell you that it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's worth fighting for. And and just the fact that it's it's okay, it's hard, or it's okay. Sometimes we have to, like, okay, Lord, again, I'm just trusting you. And this is what you want. This is what you, it's mm-hmm. true. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have people who love you. It's like, this is real. Yeah. And if I could just say, because I think we've talked about it, and I don't know if this is kind of the last push here, but we live in relationship and we live in identity. And so the first and fundamental point of identity is to be sons and daughters because we, we, we're always living in relationship with the Father, right? Jesus was always son, right? And we're like sons and daughters in the son. But it's, it's interesting because you just, you just reminded me, Jenna, of like the reality that sons have to become fathers and daughters have to become mothers. And this is the evangelical invitation, I think. Mm-hmm is because sons and daughters are absolutely childlike and dependent and receptive, right? Always, right? This yes. is the well. Yes. The father like just f- flows over. Everything I have is yours and he gives us everything. And then we can live our identity as sons and daughters from this inheritance. But the father's like, but now you have to go give yourself. Mm-hmm. This is the invitation where, where daughters become mothers yes. and sons become fathers. Mm-hmm. Right, and this movement always has to happen, no matter if it's a, a real concrete motherhood or it's a spiritual motherhood. Yeah. Like femininity without motherhood doesn't make sense. Mm. Yeah. Right. Because again, it's not just like this physical kind of bearing a child. There's an evangelical reality, if you could say, there's there's a spiritual reality of our lives and vocations in relationship that women have to become mothers and, and sons and, and men have to become fathers. Mm-hmm. Because that's how we share in the life of God is laying our lives down in love, mm. right? So the fulfillment of an identity is to lay it, to give ourselves away. Son John Paul II said, you only find yourself by giving yourself away. Yeah. Right, so I like this movement of like relationship identity. We're receiving the gift of ourselves. 
being sons and daughters, and, and then we have to be mothers and fathers. And this is where this, this outward expression, mm-hmm. this is where the outward power makes sense. Yes. We're going deeper in identity as sons and daughters, yeah. and then we're given totally and completely to become mothers and fathers. And that's, that's a share in identity. We don't have to make ne- unnecessary distinctions. But like it's the same person and the same heart. I like to think about it like that, where mm. our mission to end the evangelical life is in fatherhood and motherhood. Mm-hmm. The giving of ourselves, the, the laying down of our lives. That's, I think, that's how we bear fruit. I feel like you've been talking a lot about that with the well, Beth, and just mm-hmm. your own personal experience of that. Yeah, I think I, I just had a very narrow definition or hope for motherhood. Mm. You know, I think before blessed is she. And in particular, before a relationship with the sisters of life and, and just the way they talk about and express spiritual motherhood Mm -hmm. that like opened up that reality. And, um, yeah, I think before discovering what that looked and felt like ministry was only happening, it wasn't like supernaturally charged, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was a lot in my own effort. But I think as the Lord developed, just expanded my heart in spiritual motherhood, I had a moment in prayer where like the Lord said to me, like in 2020, when I began doing the wow and mentoring these women, I became a mother. Oh yeah, totally. And it was so deep and so healing for my heart to receive that and to have had the experience of it, but I couldn't put a name on it (laughs) that like these women are so deeply in my heart and I bring them to mass and I'm interceding for them. Like I just care so deeply, but just teaching me what it is to give of myself in this way. I, I think my posture sort of changed or maybe I just matured that I started showing up differently in relationships and in ministry that I'm not coming in so like an orphan, like, like an unhealthy child of like, I'm looking for something, I'm trying to get something, but because the Lord has attended to those places in me now, I'm approaching people and situations with an expansive heart. Like, how can I give? How can I love? I mean, and that's daughter become mother. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is like a fullness of your identity, the maturing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I just love that because there's so much light on that because it's the gift of who you are. Right, like we are called to be daughter and mother. We, when I say we, I don't mean me. Like, if that's clear, <laughs> yes, yeah, um, yeah. don't need to say that. Not like me being a daughter. <laughs> I think it's clear. But um, but like just when you were saying that, it's the it's the gift of the fullness of who you are. You are so Beth Davis in that context, right? Mm-hmm. Like totally. in, you don't have to make it up, and you don't like you don't like have to put on your evangelist heart. Totally, like, that's you. Right when you said you were like, I felt like I was being a mother, and I I'm like, oh, come on, there it is, like right here, yeah, right. And if I could just make the, I'm putting on my formator hat for the sake of our audience, um, <laughs> but it's beautiful because it, it just to say and maybe give a give a context to it is that you are able to be mother mm. because you have been daughter and the daughter who lives in the hammock. Like we're using yeah. that. I know you've had a lot of spiritual images, but like it just helps to have an image. Like yeah. every day you go back. You know, you go back to the hammock and, and the father loves on you and just heals and, and blesses. Yeah. And again, we you never really leave from that place because yeah. you intercede from the place of intimacy and, you, and you're constantly going back. But it's just the gift of like, you know who you are because you have your relationship and it's just a flowing, it's just overflowing. And then you can be mother and it's freeing and you're alive and there's so much fruit of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then that's who you are. Nothing is lacking from that place. Yeah. Like God is not holding back 
on you, Beth Davis. Yeah. God is blessing you with everything. And then it's just like this living relationship identity mission. Right now, mission is we're talking about this motherhood and this fatherhood. It's just like, it's just this wonderful, like artistic mm-hmm. movement of grace. Yeah. We're fighting for the place of relationship. We're, we're living in that place. And then we're overflowing. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's so not complicated, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's beautiful. Yeah. Right. There's just a lot of light on that as we live that, live in that truth. I think I want to encourage you, listener, that no matter what you're doing in your life, that this is for you. You're probably not a priest if you're listening to this. You might be. You might be. Hi, Father. <laughs> hey, Father. Good to have you. You might be a single gal in college. You might be a young mom. You might be an older mom. You might be a grandma. But this intimacy is for you. This recognition of your identity is for you. There's an overflow for you. Just overflow. I love it. That's truth. And I, our ladies all over this, right? Mm-hmm. The way that Our Lady lived, her total relationship with the living God who dwelled in her, the Holy Spirit alive in her. And she was daughter mm-hmm. and she was spouse and she was mother, right? Yeah. And then this overflowed in her, um, the way she lived her her mission as, as mother, mm-hmm. right? Son, behold your mother, mother, behold your son. Like this was the overflowing. Mm. But um, she lived this, right? So we just ask Our Lady to teach us, mm-hmm. right? To hold us in the place of relationship and receiving. I can imagine her going to daily prayer, right? And like getting in the hammock and she's just receiving the gift of who she is. And then she, this is a place where she could say like, you know, I am mother. This is a place that was the, the font of her vocation, right? So our ladies will teach us and help us and pray for us in this place. Yeah, just her motherhood has been so healing <clears throat> to me, you know, in those like tender young places. That's allowed me to live this more whole spiritual childhood so that I could mature mm. into mother yeah, and be mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Let's pray. Let's do it. Father. Come on, bro. My bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Great. And I'm just going to give you a blessing then. The Lord be with you. And with Our your spirit. spirit. Father, we love you. We just thank you for the way you love us and the way you father us. Thank you for intimacy. That's mm. real. Thank you for your own heart that's given, that's real. We thank you for the identity you've given us as sons and daughters and fathers and mothers and spouses. We just thank you for holding nothing back from us. We thank you for our inheritance. And we just double down on the promise that this truth is for everyone and everyone who's listening right now, this, this truth of inheritance is for you. God sees you. He loves you. He's, he's overflowing everything on you right now. And we just ask for the grace along with that that. Our Lady had to be absolutely receptive to this grace and this gift. I just want to bless the gift of relationship and identity into all of our all of our listeners, that this would be the new life and this would be the beginning of resurrection to live our life of absolute mission to be poured out into love till the end. With great joy, I bless everyone in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Did you notice Amen. I said our podcast? Did you? I didn't, I hear, didn't that. hear that either. I just like want to but bless that, everybody on our I mean, podcast. Yeah, this like, makes my heart. <laughs> this is our podcast. I feel so like at home here. This is like Lord. such a gift. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> Thanks, friends. You guys are so good. Did God bless us. everybody. Bye bye. Peace.